Hey, I'm JB. And I'm Doug. And, and we, we are your Kraken Captains. Welcome and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Kraken Captains Podcast. Holy smokes, Doug. There's a lot to unpack here in this, our trade deadline episode. It feels like we are surveying the landscape after a tornado. Uh, how are you doing, Doug? Well, I don't want to give away any spoilers here, JB, but I'm really excited. I think the Kraken did really well here at this deadline. You know, they disappointed me in some ways, but that's just kind of the way it goes with hockey trades, you know? I'm going through changes. <laughs> you know, but enough goofing around. Let's dig in here and analyze this. All right, the maelstrom. Let's do this. Yeah, I think uh, Ozzy knows how we feel. Oh, I'm going through changes too. Okay, started off with the first domino. Callie Yarncroft, we already covered, went to Calgary. The return on him was a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 third round pick. Callie Yarncroft had 12 goals, 15 assists. Uh, that's 27 points in the 21-22 season with Seattle. I believe he played 56 games, too. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think we talked about him in the podcast. He was co coming on of late. and In the last episode, I said I was really bummed about that. I, th I think he's a hell of a player. and uh, I, I mean, you look at the return, right? A, a second and a third in consecutive years. So Yeah, it speaks volumes. I'm going to miss him, too. And, and, yeah, you're right. Getting that... Getting that second round pick next year, and then and then a third round the following years. That's huge. Yep. Yep. So capital. Uh, next, the move we all knew was coming, uh, but with a twist. Geo goes to Toronto, uh, which I believe I said in the last episode was a possibility. Yeah, you called it. You called it. Um, but Blackwell goes as well. Um, ah. So. Return on that was a 2022 second round pick, 2023 second round, and a 2024 third round. Um, so that's, once again, that's some draft picks, picks. there. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Let's see. Our cracking captain Giordano had uh, six goals, 17 assists. That's 23 points. He played f 52 games, I believe, and uh, he he put up 47 penalty minutes while he was here with us. Yeah, that's that's work. He's out there. He's out there doing the D-man thing, you know. Mm -hmm. I'll miss him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, we'll have to hold it down for him. We'll miss our captain, but uh, 
Who do you think is going to be the next captain now? Uh, you know, if it was a popular contest. Or, like, contest, when do you think they're going to name it? Not, no, I don't think they're going to do anything this season. It'll be next right. season. Of course. Um, but uh, I think if it was a popularity contest, it would be Yanni Gord for sure. Like, if, if the fans can pick the captain. Uh, but I think he, he, maybe it could be him, but internally, like, something tells me that Eberle got, has got captain. I was going to say, Eberle could be the guy, too. Him, yeah. either one of those two guys could definitely be the guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, some of these places you get a captain and then they're just there for like a decade. So who knows? Yeah, how, how all yeah. That especially that. being a new team, you never know what you're going to get. Both of those guys are obviously in the core, so just depending on how the locker room dynamic is will be how it yeah. works out, I'm sure. So, Yeah. Uh, Colin Blackwell had eight goals, nine assists, 17 points despite only playing in 40 games uh, during during this season due to due to injury. Yeah, he's one that I'm really going to miss. I kind of liked, you know, we talked about the chemistry him and Appleton and Yanni Gord were building, and they made some yeah. magnificent plays down the stretch here. And uh, I just like his energy. You know, he's quick. He's feisty. Yep, um, I agree. Working for the puck and everything like that. So um, definitely, I think. He always seems to come up when it's clutch. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he'll definitely be missed. Both those guys. Um, but I think the return, you know, I, you know, a lot of people are grumbling that it, this was a bad, a bad trade and we didn't get enough for Gio, but Gio's, you know, on the tail end of his career. And if you're dreaming about a first, first round pick for Gio, that's a he's, tough pill to he's follow. A, he's a veteran hockey player. He's an yeah. old guy for a hockey player, for a hockey player. But once again, in successive years, two second round picks and then a third round in 2024. So. Just tons and tons of capital there. Yeah, uh, three draft picks. Move That's around so and nuts. do whatever you want with. Really, yeah. Well, let's let's have a toast to our cracking captain, Mark Giordano, and we'll we'll send him off. Cheers. <sighs> All right, can't can't delay any longer. We got Jeremy Lazan up next. He gets moved to the Nashville Predators. Uh, the return on him is the twenty is a twenty twenty two second round pick, and this is actually my trade of the deadline. I'm not really that sad to see him go. He, I know he had like the trust of the the coaches and stuff, but he was a liability a lot of times with bad turnovers and, and sixty nine so penalty minutes. Sixty nine penalty minutes. Yeah. He had he yeah. only had bad six penalties. Points. One goal, five assists. Yeah, so if you didn't like the Geo trade, you've got to love this trade. That's a king's ransom, I think. A second-round pick for Jeremy oh, yeah. Lazan. I Next, like, and like just this year, like you're getting that pick like coming in. <clears throat> yeah. Coming in after the finals, you know what I mean? You're getting a guy for him right there. Yep, absolutely. Of course, we're still not done. The Kraken move on from Mason Appleton as well, sending him back to the Jets. The return on him was a 2023 fourth round pick. Um, 2023 fourth round. Yeah, this one for me was a little bit more like, okay, it seemed like it, he had a little more value to us than what we got. But, uh, you know, a 2023 fourth is okay, I suppose. Yeah, Appleton tallied six goals, 11 assists for 17 points. It was an un unexpected trade for me, too. He yep. had... 
He had two game-winning goals this season. And I also don't know if a fourth-rounder will add up in the end. But maybe that's something they use to trade away for, you know, somebody else. Like we were saying, you got now you got a, a third round in 2024 and a fourth round here. You toss those together and maybe come someone good. Yep. Yeah, do a little... Uh... A little math magic on that for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Missy Appleton. Yeah, I'll miss right? Appleton too. Here's that I'll have one for him. Yeah. Gord Blackwell Appleton. I don't know. That was a that was my maybe my favorite line of the season. So uh, I like that line. But the, there's no time to waste because the fire sale continues. Marcus Johansson uh, goes to the Capitals. The return on him was 2022 fourth round pick. And a 2023-6. And I think the key, Daniel Sprong. Uh, my second best trade uh, this season. 25-year-old Sprong fit right in. And his first game in, he's scoring in his debut and, and making a difference. So I think getting a player uh, in this and then two draft picks, big haul. Yeah, this is, this is a good trade right here. I like it cause, because... It's good all around for everybody. Johansson came from the Capitals, didn't he? He 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 played with all those guys, so he's just going right back to people, you know. Right, fitting right he, back he's, in. Yeah, he's going right, sliding right back in line where he was. And like you said, getting Daniel Sprong, I like him. He's feisty. He's going to be a good fit for the Kraken. Uh, Johansson had six goals, 17 assists this season. He played in 52 games. Yeah, so we, we give up, you know, maybe a little bit of veteran leadership in the locker room, but <clears throat> I think we're getting that young energy from Sprong, you know. 25 years old, it's got a lot of, a lot of trend. Yeah, left that's, on a, the that's a, a fourth round pick next year and a sixth round in 2023. That's. Yeah, I think that's a good trade. You got, you got some good stuff to be able to work with there for sure. Okay, to finish it off, the madness, the trade deadline madness. The Kraken acquire veteran Victor Rass from the Wild. Uh, the return uh, for him was future considerations. I'm not even really future sure what that considerations. means. Considerations. Future in the future, we might give you a couple of buttons. And I and love this. I sandwich. love the future considerations trades where it's just like you know, yeah. oh yeah, you just now we owe you one. You know. Let it's, us see. You know, this is good. Hands. We're building a rapport with other teams. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Not that you know Ron Francis needs it. He's been in the league for so long. But uh, Rask did is a veteran, and he did play with Ron Francis in Carolina. He played for him rather. So, so that's good. Yeah, he had five goals, eight assists, and twenty nine games this season. He's twenty nine years old. Yeah. So. so you know, just going. You know, I'm not exactly sure what the idea is this late in the season, but obviously they're. I, I think they're thinking long term. Like, hey, it's going to be around for next season. It'll be a nice piece to fit in. But you know, yeah, that that third line or fourth line guy, the captain of the you know bottom six, right? And then some, that, somewhere he might fit right in. I haven't dug deep into him but you know he's obviously a veteran presence and maybe he has that workman life mentality that they want in the locker room or something like that and if you're giving up a ham sandwich for him then what the hell <laughs> yeah what the hell a future consideration ah but but wait wait there's more 
Not technically a trade, uh, but we did claim defenseman Derek Poulot from the Golden Knights. All those with this French, Doug. Uh, yeah, Poulot. Good luck Poulot. with that one, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, another, you know, bringing somebody else in, you know. I looked up this guy. I couldn't really find too much, too much about him. So right. Who so knows? prospect, you know, and that, you know, that's just picking him up off waivers. So yeah, it's not, you know, it's not costing or anything or whatever. He played with, uh, I believe, he played with the Vancouver Canucks for a little bit, but oh, he did only, only a few games here and there. Yeah, probably they picked him up off of waivers or whatever. Vegas picked him up off of waivers from Vancouver maybe last year or something like that. So. So that that is the madness. So try to wrap your head around that season. Um, Sixteen players at practice the next day. That's got to be a funny uh, day of practice. And I feel the worst for Gord. You know, he wakes up the next day and he's got no line mates. No line mates. <laughs> Nobody to pass to. Um, so you know, just uh, what are your what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, when I saw the headline that said 25 picks in the next two drafts, 12 in 2022, including six in the first three rounds, I was, I saw the headline and just like trying to wrap my mind around it. I was like, wow, like how the hell did they even do that? Kind of snuck it in under the radar to come out of before the trade deadline with so many draft picks and not like, you know, I don't know, a star forward or like a big tough defender or nothing like that. They're not trying to like rebuild that way. They're kind of just, like you said, it's, it's getting just a bunch of ammo, you know, maybe, maybe they're going to use a bunch of the drafts, but then they're also going to package some of them up and ship them off to some other team before the season starts next year. I think, you know, and come up with a couple guys, right. A couple key guys right before the season starts. Yeah. I think, you know, it's two things for me. This, if I was a free agent coming into the offseason, I'd look at the core and and what they're trying to do, and then I'd look at all those draft picks, and I'd say, maybe this is a place I want to go. They're trying to build something, you know, and, and, and it's, I think that's how you do it. GM Ron Francis, you know, he said himself that he hopes not to use all 25 picks on drafted players. So, um, you know hang those things out there and maybe trade for a couple of big names. Like you no, because you don't necessarily want to be the youngest team in the league. No. But you definitely want to be in the youngest 30th percentile or so. Right. You know, like somewhere down towards that middle bottom area but of youth I, so that you got the speed going on. Yeah, the other thing for me is is I think it's, it's a, a stroke of genius because obviously we're not – going to the playoffs we were sellers but we 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 have stacked our treasure chest as it were with these draft picks which we can use any way we want but we have high, yeah. high potential and for I, the first draft pick um in the draft coming up uh in the lottery and so you get that first draft pick and you don't like those top three players you trade that away and you can get somebody crazy you know yeah, Jordan Cairo, or who knows? Who uh, knows? Um, so, who knows? We already got Marty Bernier's on the yeah. back burner, waiting right. to come up. You know what I mean? We already have like a lot of top-notch youth. Yeah, Vander Kane, sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So I think knowing that you're not competitive 
this was probably the move to make. It's like, wait and see. And you know how if you're trying to get a player at the trade deadline, you're going to overpay probably because it's like everyone's like, oh, you need him. You like really want him. But now it's like, no, we just have a bunch of capital that we're going to slide across the table when the time comes, you know? Yeah, it's an interesting way of doing it. I don't think I ever remember seeing a team uh, end up with so many draft picks at the end of the trade deadline. Well, and I'm I'm starting to wonder. I saw a headline that said like the Atlanta Thrashers did seven trades when they were the uh, an expansion team. So, but it's obviously it's pretty rare. Um, although I think Toronto did six this year too. But yeah, yeah, but usually, buyers, usually when they trade, yeah, usually you trade and you get a, another guy, right. and maybe there's a draft pick in there. But you know, there's also like you know retaining half of the guy's salary for a season here or Which there or whatever too. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of you know backdoor situations going on in here. Right. Yeah. So for me, I think you know we put ourselves probably in the best position. It makes me wonder if this wasn't the plan all along. Yeah, uh, the way that we did the supplemental draft, right? Um, you know, right, with Giordano and all these other guys. We're yeah. gonna, we're gonna, you know, store not only draft uh, capital but um, cap space. That was the big thing. Like we have a bunch of leftover cap space. So come the yeah, end, yeah. Like try to do the best we can this season. Get the players we can get the expansion draft. They probably already and, have their sights set on you know some all star player whose contract is about to come up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who they'll be able to offer what they think he'll accept. They probably already are locked in bullseye. Oh, I'm sure they got you know a list of five to ten guys. That's yeah. Like, all right, we get a couple of these guys. Get them locked in. Um. Yeah, so what a what a whirlwind! But but yeah. uh, I'm excited because I see a team looking to the future and knowing that we're really not competitive this year. That's like what you want, at least from your front office. You want, of course, the players to be giving it their all on the ice and everything like that. But f- from a front office perspective, uh, I think this was uh, a good move. So I do too. I agree. I think they came out. They came out way ahead before the deadline. Yeah, yeah. (coughs) And, you know, we get, I think the other thing about this that's really cool is I think we're going to start to see, get a look at these younger players. Uh, Cole Lind has been called up a few times now. I hope we get uh, Alexander True back up and then maybe even Berniers when uh, the Frozen Four is over. Um, get, yeah, man. Get him. I mean, they'll probably keep him, keep him on ice, as it were. Yeah, he probably he won't come like out and play a game till next season. It's like ah, maybe, whatever. maybe even midway through next season. You never know, right? Yeah, they might get him out that's early. That's gonna happen, but but it's possible. Yeah, spend some time down there in the minors. Yeah, you gotta get some. You gotta get some experience in down there. You already get, you know. Well, unless you're, you're just that good. I mean, Kale McCarr pretty much came in, and maybe he – I mean, he's probably very rare. I know it's a bad example because he's like, yeah, he didn't have to because he's that good. But uh, we'll just see. But, uh, yeah, I think you got to be excited about this. And if you're still worried about that geo trade, then, you know. That's so silly. Can do for There's so, I mean, look at 25 picks in the next two drafts. Yep, that's what it's all about. 
Oh my goodness, and they got even more than that coming on because that doesn't even include a lot of these like uh, 2024. Yeah, 2023, 2024. We got yeah, a couple of those. we got we got some other good stuff coming up. They're gonna be they're gonna be pulling some good talent. Yeah, and and like I said, you know, if we were yeah, about to, to be in the playoffs or something, you know, and they gutted the team, I'd be like, well, what the heck's going on? But it's it's uh, I think. If you can accuse Ron Francis of, you know, not being bold enough, like with the expansion draft and how he built the team, well, what he just did was very bold. Because <laughs> he, he pretty much gutted this team, found that core, kept that core. Yeah, he's I got the core. don't think he wanted to get rid of Blackwell. I think the team really liked his play, but I think that was the only way to get the Geo deal done. And get the capital that we want. Yeah, I mean, once um, the it, it probably wasn't you know the original deal, but once they they probably threw in another draft pick and yeah. said they wanted him. Like, hey, we'll give you a twenty twenty three second yeah. rounder if you throw in Blackwell, <laughs> yeah. and we can do this thing. That that that's right, and we'll just do this thing right now. And obviously, pull the yeah. trigger. So, jeez, but yeah, that, yeah, man. That's, uh, I think, an exciting time. It's just time. exciting, though. I mean, it's like, it's that's that's hockey trades for you. You know what I mean? As much as it hurts, as much as you hate to see some of those guys go, it's you got to be excited for the future. Yeah. And I think, you know, relishing it a little bit, because this probably won't happen again. I don't think the team will be in this type of state for a long time where no. it's like a fire sale that we basically just had. So getting that amount of draft capital, you won't see that again. It's some excitement. Some yeah. excitement. You have no idea who they're gonna pull. It's just a big mystery. Exactly. It's like we got we got Sprong, Rask, and Derek Puyo. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so yeah, man. Cool. Well, any final thoughts on it? Nope. Nope. It's just, you know, it's it's a unique way of going about doing business. Yeah. But but it's you know they could be pulling players from all over the world. You have no idea what they're gonna do. It's just a big mystery, and I love it. It's just exciting. Yeah. So you like surprises? It sounds like Doug. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's just yeah. like all right. They, we don't have anything really going on this season anyway. Mm-hmm. So let's like save all the excitement for like right before. Yeah, right, because right before there, the draft, the, right? there's I the mean, draft, and that's going to be the next the next hurdle. What are they going to do before the draft starts? You know, with some of that draft. Yeah, because you can move maybe. guys around right before the draft too, can't you? I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Once the off season's in full swing, I it's, think it's like they'll be making some moves there and there too. Yeah, yeah. Once you know, free agency starts basically. I just can't wait guys. to see, like, you know, in October when they hit the ice, what the team looks like. Yeah. And right now you have no idea. Yeah, that's true, and that that's fun. But I'll, I'll also enjoy, you know, watching these guys build for the rest of the season too. So, oh, it's gonna be cool seeing like the new guys come on and build chemistry with like the core members of the team. Yep, yep, for sure. Okay, well, I think that wraps it up. Thank you for joining us for our special trade deadline episode. As always, the Kraken Captains would like to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in to another episode. Let us know your thoughts. Follow us on social media and drop us a line. 
Let us know what you want to know about our Seattle Kraken. Thanks again, and we'll see you right back here for the next episode real, real soon. soon. Hello out there, we're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.